episode of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh and I'm here with Kim Baker. And we are reunited after a weekend apart. I know, God forbid we spend any time <laughs> away from each other. Honestly, it was so nice though. I had like a good, I mean, technically the weekend doesn't count, but I had Thursday and Friday off of work. So you had a five-day weekend. And and Monday. Because you yeah. know, I, I always take the vacation buffer day. Honestly, respect for taking the vacation buffer day, but I still don't have enough PTO to do that. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't either. Like, I was literally, like, counting down my days and, like, trying to use them for Thanksgiving and Christmas and figure out if I even had enough for the holidays. But at this point, all my vacations have been canceled, so... Fair enough. I should have plenty. So how was your resort weekend? It was actually really good. So it was a good replacement for QS, I would say, because we stayed in Mount Pleasant, so... We were at, like, an actual resort. Like, there was... That's a vibe. Yeah, there was, like... Like, how can you afford this is my real question. It honestly wasn't that expensive. I mean, definitely not as expensive as it would have been to go to QS, but there was a pool, and there was, like, people coming around, taking your drink orders. Like, we got pina coladas, the whole deal. A vibe. Honestly, whenever I stay at a resort, which the only time I stay at resorts is when I'm with my parents... Um, I always just get pina coladas on deck, like frozen pina coladas all fucking day long. I can only do one though, because honestly, like milky, like creamy alcohol drinks, like really fuck up my stomach, <laughs> <laughs> and it was not good. So fair enough. Also, I feel like you're like so bloated in a bathing suit, but you're like, oh, they taste so good. Right, and then all my friends are like group picture, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, from like literally like shoulders up, please. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it was good, but ready to be back in Charlotte and um, prepare for our lockdown because while we were in South Carolina, they decided to shut um, down the bars, right? Yeah, starting at 11. So we got to go out Thursday and Friday, but Saturday, starting at 11 p.m., they closed down the bars. And I guess, like, going forward, all bars and restaurants will stop serving alcohol at 11. Well, it's about to be the same shit here, so. Uh, yeah, which we just found out today, except starting at 10. But honestly, I'm kind of excited to just get day drunk and go home and not say, wake up with a hangover the next day. <laughs> I love darting on Saturdays anyways. Yeah. Just, like, get me fucked up from, like, noon until 5 p.m., go to a drunk dinner, and then I go home. Right, exactly. Boom. And then think about how much sleep we'll get. It'll be great. It'll be great. I need sleep. I'll tell you that. But... <laughs> Anyways, so we want this entire podcast episode to be about relationships. We kind of talked about it on the last episode. And we did like a call to action for breakup stories. And we so. got so many responses. So <laughs> People honestly, need to like air out their shit. I swear that's why. Right. Special <laughs> prize. We'll come up with something cool. <laughs> um, but before we get into breakup stories, I want to go to a listener DM that we got um, a little relationship-related question to get us into everything. Oh, yeah. We got this, like, a couple weeks ago, so we need to answer it because timely responses. Yes, timely. Okay. So, hello, ladies of Millennial and Mimosas pod. I have. Wait, a... did he say Millennial and Mimosas? He said Millennials and Mimosas. Oh, that was just I'm a, sorry. a misspeak on your part. Yeah, my B. Okay, I'm a, I'm a little wine drunk here. Give me a break. <laughs> I have a question I thought would be interesting to hear your takes on. How do you handle friends, significant others that either you outright can't stand or can only handle in small doses? 
This is a problem I've started to encounter recently and still don't know have a great way to handle it. Would love to hear your thoughts. Okay, I will say this is a guy, right? Yeah. I will is. say I feel like guys have this problem more than girls do because a lot of times guys, like, hate their friends' girlfriends. They're like, oh, my God, this girl is so annoying. She doesn't let you play golf with us. <laughs> she, like, doesn't let you get on video games online or whatever the fuck they do. Right. And, like, so they kind of low-key despise them. Right. But I I think from a girl's standpoint, too, like, we also have this problem because, like... I mean, I've definitely had this problem in the past. Like, I've definitely, like, not been the biggest fan of some of my friends, significant others, whether it's guys, like, guy friends of mine, their significant others, or girlfriends of mine, their significant others. Like, I've definitely been in this boat before. Yeah. Um, But I feel like 90% of the time, those relationships are so short-lived. Yeah. Like, you're like, okay, he's a dud, he's a wet blanket, but, like... I know that I'm only going to have to put up with him for this long. Right. But so. it, it doesn't, I mean, it still sucks, like, when they're together because you have to <laughs> hang out with them. And it's like, oh, my God, she's bringing him. Seriously, like. Like, no one fucking invited him here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it is hard to deal with, though, but I will say, like, you if, can only do so much to kind of put your opinion out there because right. I think everybody here has learned. You can only tell your friends so much about how you feel about their boyfriend, girlfriend, and, like, how bad they are for them. But they, at the end of the day, they're going to have to figure it out themselves. I mean, no matter who you're dating, no matter what, there's always going to be a friend that shits on the relationship, right? Right. Um, But I do think, like, you can only go so far. So you can say a few things, you can air your grievances, but if you really do see that this relationship is progressing towards something serious, moving in, marriage, etc., you kind of have to, like, decide... Is this a person that you want to stay friends with forever or not? Which is That's really sad. intense, but <laughs> I do think, like, I don't know. I feel like in recent times, just, like, as we get older and as people get in more serious relationships, you kind of realize, like, wow, like, maybe my friend is turning into someone that I don't really want right. to be friends with anymore. Like, if they're happy and they're just kind of drifting away from you, then that's one thing. But if they're still, your, like, your diehard friend and you can tell that this is not healthy for them, then you have to kind of stand your ground and be like, hey, wake up. What the hell are you doing? Like, get out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right, too. Like, if they're kind of growing further with this person and growing away from you, you can only do so much. And I think you have to make that decision to kind of, like... Yeah. Like, there's definitely a boundary. I just feel like... You have to know when saying you hate their girlfriend or boyfriend is too much. Right. Like, yeah, because sometimes just keep it to yourself. Like, you really, like, I mean, there are people, like, I've had friends that haven't been fans of my boyfriends in the past that have, like, very much showed that all of those boyfriends are no longer my boyfriends. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess they had, you know, they knew what they were talking about to an extent. Right. Um, which is honestly, it's just funny because, like, some of those people, obviously, I'm still friends with. Um... But I feel like sometimes you have to just let your friend learn for themselves, like, whether that's going to be them drifting away from you or them being like, yeah, this person sucks and I'm actually just going to, like, listen to my friend. Right. But it's funny that you say that because I feel like, especially talking about my last couple relationships, like, my (laughs) friends have always been really good fans of them. Right. But they still turn out to be, like, the wrong guy, which I feel like can also happen. So, like... Well, it's hard. It's, like... Your friends don't know every detail of what's going on in your life. Right. Or they seem like a great guy on the surface, but, Mm -hmm. like, in reality, they're a shitty boyfriend. Exactly. And then it leads you to break up. For sure. 
Which leads us into breakup stories. <laughs> breakup stories! Um, again, seriously, thank you everyone who submitted your breakup stories. I know that that was probably a little traumatic to kind of write that down. I feel like it was good for people. It was like a little therapy session. Yeah. I mean, because I, I'm telling you, I hope that everyone who submitted a story is listening right now because you will see there is definitely always somebody worse than you. <laughs> except for the person who we decide is the worst breakup story. Fair I'm sorry. Enough. We're sorry. You are the worst. <laughs> and um, maybe you get some peace knowing that you had the worst breakup story and you still overcame it. So yeah, good props for you. To you. <laughs> But we want to introduce our guest for this episode, who we kind of teased last weekend, or last week. Um, Alex, our friend, my long-term friend from high school, and obviously now Madison's friend too, because, you know, we share friends. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we brought her on to talk a little bit about her own experience and also help us... Weigh in on the breakup stories. Right. So... Hey, Alex. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Good. So this is not actually your first time on the podcast, is it? No, it is. is I think it? I think you've listened into one, but I don't know if you actually, like, peeped in. I think I've never, like, actually talked. Like, I probably have peeped in, but I've never, like, You've never spoke. been, like, actually featured. Yes. Okay, Okay, well, maybe you were just sleeping on the bed one time. And <laughs> maybe, I was, maybe I was, like, hungover, like, on the bed just listening, honestly. honestly. yeah, because when we used to do it on Sundays, we were like, all right, everyone hungover, just come on. Join the, the circle. <laughs> but, yeah, we actually want to get your input on this episode because yeah. you have very valuable um, opinions. So... Yeah, do you, you want, want to tell us a little bit about your situation that you're going through right now? Yeah. I would love to <laughs> tell us you. Worth it. Oh, I'm glad. Okay. So, I was dating this guy for about two and a half years, and it was long distance for the first year. I was in Raleigh. He was here in Charlotte. Right. But, um, And then after that, we were like, oh, what about we split rent? It'll be cheaper. We'll live together. And literally everyone was low-key, like, WTF. Like, yeah, because no. they're like, that's kind of too soon. Yeah. Right. And I mean, course, how, so that was like a year into the relationship at that point? Yeah. Okay. And like, we saw each other basically like every weekend, like depending on what we had planned. But like, yeah, I mean, we didn't really fight that much, but it was fine. So I was like, oh, this will be a great idea. Like, I can only spend like $600 on rent. Honestly, I feel like the money really like trumps everything. Everyone's Yo, like, it'll save me so much money. The money like, I for- always Forget about trumps. everything else. Yeah, for sure. I can save money. <laughs> and that's what he basically said once. He's like, yeah, we moved in together for the wrong reasons. Basically like AKA we like just wanted to save money, which <laughs> I mean, at the point he didn't even have a real job yet. So he was probably like freaking out about that. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> it was fine, and we didn't really have any major fights living together. Like, everything was normal. Like, he would mostly cook, and I would clean. Like, I would cook, like, a little bit here and there. I <laughs> would okay. try. Your, your crockpot recipes. Yeah, my crockpot recipes <laughs> were awesome. the guy is the cook, and I think that's totally fine. I mean, everyone knows that's my yeah. situation. So. Madison yeah. doesn't cook shit. No, yeah, shit. Ross is such a good cook. I make <laughs> avocado toast and pasta. That's it. <laughs> and cereal. I don't even think I knew how to, like, boil the noodles. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, but this has nothing to do with the reason why I broke up. No. Yeah. So, I mean, it was getting pretty serious, um, like, after, like, a year. And then he he ended up telling my friends that, like, oh, I think she's the one. Like, I think I'm going to propose and, like, all of this and that. And so I thought, like, yeah, he was the one. This is it. Like, even my family did, too. He's like, I finally, like... I found the one and it was going to be perfect. And then 
um, we took a trip for my birthday, like, which was fine. And then all of a sudden I was like, I think I was just stupid. And I was like, let's go look at engagement rings. And he was like, um, I have to tell you something. I'm kind of having doubts about us and like basically about you. And I just remember like falling apart and I was like, oh my God, like what? Like I thought you yeah, were I was like, the your one. future is like crumbling Well, I feel like you. that's really hard. Like we just talked a few episodes ago about Caroline getting engaged. Yeah. And like it was honestly a very similar situation. Like he was telling her friends that he was like thinking about proposing, whatever. And she kind of did almost the same thing, like proposed to him like, yo, like let's look at engagement rings. So it's like the fact that a guy can approach it in the same way and one guy can be like, yeah, I'm actually going to propose to you and another guy can mean the complete opposite is fucking crazy. And honestly, yeah. the fact that, like, I will pull back the curtain here and say that, like, he mentioned to me and, like, our other really good friend that, like, he was planning on proposing and, like, that was unnecessary. If you weren't 100% sure, like... Do not say shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and it was, like, when he was drunk, too, he would be like... I'm going to propose to her. I think I'm going to do it this date, this date. And I was like, okay. Like. It's not real until it's real. Yeah. Like, if you think that, then sure. And but. he's even, he even showed me a ring once. And, of course, it was, like, hideous. And I was like, no. <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> disgusting. I was like, I don't want that. We've talked about guys oh, hanging out hideous yeah. rings and yeah, no, it nightmares. Was, it was awful. But, no. And it's, like, it kind of ruined that for me, too. Because now the next guy I meet, it's, like, if. If I know it's going to happen, then I'm probably going to freak out because it's like, oh, yeah, someone said this before. Yeah, how can you trust somebody again? Yeah. yeah. No, and it's it, tough. For it's sure. really broken my trust. And, like, so basically, end of the story, um, this was right before, like, quarantine happened, which, before we knew it was going to be, like, coronavirus quarantine. Um, I basically was like, what do I do? Like, I literally was so depressed that day. Like, I cried for, like, five hours and, like, couldn't get out of the bed, whatever. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, I think I, like, maybe moving out will help our relationship because we moved in from long distance, so, like, we didn't get to experience... But at that point, how long have you guys been living together? Um, or how, how long? A year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A year and a half. And you would move to two different places, right? Like, you'd live together for, like, one year in one place, and then you and moved then, somewhere else. Yeah, and then in September, we moved to this new place, and it was fine. Um, but besides, like... We had, like, a couple fights. Like, sometimes he would, like, get too drunk and have his drunk freak out. And, oh, like, yeah. Didn't he, like, kind of go crazy when he was drunk sometimes? Yeah. And, like, there was this one time in Pittsburgh, and it was, like, we went to a Steelers game, and he was just, like, we both, like, only ate breakfast, so, like, we got blackout drunk, both of us. I mean, and super healthy. <laughs> yeah, so healthy. And I just remember calling my mom, like, book me a flight home, mom. I am never <laughs> talking to him again. And she was like, what the, like, she had no idea what was going on, and it was just terrible. And, like, I even, like, texted his mom that, like, he was freaking out because we were kind of close. Like, him and right, his, right. his mom is so sweet, and I love her, and, like, she was so nice and understanding. So, anyway, like... That was kind of a red flag to me, and he was always like, I'm never going to do it again, like, you know how guys are, and it was oh, like, well, this I is mean, like the fifth time that you did it, so like, I don't know how many chances I have to give you, but. I mean, people in general, like, if that's a consistent behavior, it's probably not going to go away. Yeah. Especially alcohol-induced, like, that's honestly a huge red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, moved out, this was like end of, fe- like, February, and then, um, yeah, so it was just, it's been back and forth, like, since then, because it was like, oh, we'll just take a break and see how it is, and then he was just, like, back and forth, like, oh, I need a longer break, like, blah, 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 and then I was just, it was honestly, like, 
mentally exhausting right. the back and forth and just like is he gonna actually come over and talk to me today is he gonna text yeah. me back today it comes to the, like, it comes to the point where you're realizing that you're putting in more effort and you're like why am i wasting my time and I mean, energy because yeah. clearly they're not reciprocating i feel like we've all gone through breakups where we've ended up rekindling or talking to the person still or trying to figure it out and oh, yeah, 90, one of our stories is like that today 99 percent of the time it just ends. Yeah. Because if you break up and it's that bad in the first place, like, working it out is probably not in the deck of cards. Right. Right. And just, like, the way he ended it was the most immature and, like, cowardly thing yeah, and, like, selfish. he could ever do. Because he, I was on the way back from Atlanta. He was watching Fred, my cat, like, all weekend. Fred. <laughs> and, a little backstory, Fred. Yeah. And we were, he, we were talking about planning his birthday or whatever, and everything was fine. Like, this is throughout the weekend. And then all of a sudden, like, Sunday coming home, I, of course, was, like, blowing up his phone because he was like, I can't hang out tonight. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, like, <laughs> at me, that point, too, you're like, all of my, like, pride goes out the window. Yeah, like, like at yeah. this point, like, I'm nothing, I have nothing to lose. Right. So I was like, why don't you want to, like, see me, like, blah, 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 because now he's giving me so much anxiety, and I'm just like, anyway, so he was like, yeah, this is, like, not working out, and I'm just not happy anymore, and this was over text. He didn't even have the balls to, like, literally look me in the After, face. After, like, two and a half years. Yeah. Can I just say, all of the stories that we've had submitted, and the people that end relationships via phone call or text... That's yeah. just so cowardly and it so really freaking immature. Like, we're in our mid-20s. Like, grow the fuck up. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. If but I both. will say the person who's on the receiving end always comes out stronger because the person who did it over text will never gain that courage or, like, learn that lesson of how to do it in person. But the person who's on the receiving end will always know, I will never do this to somebody else because I know how shitty it was. Yeah. And they're the ones who had to endure, like, how hard it was to have a breakup not face-to-face so I will say at the end the receiving end definitely wins so you have that to think yeah this is true but we'll read you some of the breakup stories that we got because we've got quite a few (laughs) they might just restore your faith in humanity actually they might destroy your faith in humanity I was gonna say Kim I don't know if uh restore is the correct word here but anyways we had a little fun with it we collected them and we gave them some names because they were just super funny and I I don't want to say creative because it's not like you created this but they were very uh unique I guess yeah no I love honestly so <laughs> I hate to say I love hearing other I people's I hate that you guys had stories. terrible breakups but thank you for the content I mean it's just like it's a part of life at this point but it's so entertaining just to hear about how different people's life experiences right. and are I, again I hope that everyone who submitted is listening to this and knows that like you are not alone. Everyone has a shitty breakup story. This is a support group, guys. I mean, it really <laughs> is. Like, so, again, even if you want to submit a late uh, submission just for our sake, um, just go ahead and go do it. Go for it. It'll make you feel better. Yeah. All right, number one. I titled this uh, The Irish Exit. <laughs> so, we had a New Year's Eve Colorado trip planned that I was really excited about. He told me he was booking a hotel one day. That night, he's completely shit-faced and texts me that he canceled the flights because he was going to grad school in Ireland. The plan was for him to go to grad school in town, and he decided to go to grad school on another continent without even talking to me about it first. <laughs> and that was the end of the story. I don't, I don't know what else happened after that, but that's pretty shitty. That is literally an Irish exit. Um, yeah. No longer going to grad school in town 
going to grad school in another sure. country. <laughs> yeah, like, so. I mean, that's, that's fucking crazy. And, like, honestly, if you're planning a trip and you're booking a hotel and then he texts you, not only is he not going on the trip, he not only is he breaking flights. up with you, not only is, yeah, like, so. I mean, the craziest thing about this is that whoever the person is says grad school, obviously these people are in their 20s. Like, this is not a high school breakup situation. This right. is, like, you're probably in a fairly serious relationship at this point. And this person's just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm actually going to grad school in Ireland. Like, shouldn't you know that your significant other is even applying to grad school in another continent? Yeah, I think so. I think that that's pertinent information. But that's that's a pretty crazy one. <laughs> You want me to get into number two? Yeah, go for it. Okay. This one is titled Breakfast with My Friend. My ex and I went to the Hamptons two weeks ago. Friday night, we got into a fight. And Saturday, we went home. She left my place on Saturday and went to her friend's. She blocked me from seeing her Instagram story and then unshared her location. She texted my friends to hang out. They thought I was with her. She showed up and told them we broke up so they wouldn't invite me. The next day, I saw her walking into my building at 9.30 a.m. with breakfast and my friend. I had a panic attack. <laughs> this girl is a bitch. <laughs> what? First of all, like, the friends of your ex are, like, uncharted territory. Unless your ex did something, like, terrible to you, then, like, yeah. maybe go for his friend, get a little <laughs> revenge, whatever. But <laughs> I will say, like, he did nothing wrong. They were on a trip. They had a fight. Again, don't know what the fight entailed. But for her to, like, break up, immediately, like, text his friends to hang out without telling them that they broke, broke up. up. And then telling them once she was in person with them. Yeah. Also, you must have shitty friends because, like, if my ex kind of, like, tricked my friends into hanging out with him and then got there and was like, oh, by the way, we broke up, they'd be like, okay, you leave now, and then we're actually going to invite Kim. Yeah. But they didn't do that, and then that's your friend actually ended up going home with her? Like, shit. that's fucked up. Well, I wonder, like, we don't have an update here, but I wonder if, like, one of his friends hooked up with her. I wonder how serious the relationship was, because this whole thing is absolutely insane. But, I mean, if they were at the point of, like, sharing each other's location, like, are you <laughs> are you at that point in your relationship? <laughs> yeah. Is everyone? Like, I mean, is that normal? I share location, I guess, with all my girlfriends, but that's different. But yeah, like, same. Yeah, I did. So, yeah. Can I talk? Sorry. Yeah. Go for it. Tristan and I shared locations for a while. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to say his name inside. Um, no, I mean, I feel like I feel like most people okay. do share their locations with their significant others, but I feel like you have to be at a certain point in the relationship to do that. Like, Ross and I probably didn't do that until, like, almost a year in. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. think it was probably, probably like, a year in. Yeah. But, yeah, I do think it's crazy that his friends, like, continue to hang out with her. And then, like, I don't know. That's just wild to me. Yeah, well, all right. Next one. <laughs> okay, subject line, our relationship. Tried to break up with a girl from high school during freshman year because I wanted to have fun and she wouldn't, quotes, let me. Then randomly went to Jamaica. Found out she was cheating on me the whole time during freshman year, so I broke up with her via a very heated email exchange because she had no phone or service. Email chain went days between responses. LOL. <laughs> Imagine. Wait, this was the guy? Yes. Yeah. 
And his girl his, in high school? Yeah. It, was cheating on him and he was yeah. in college? High um, school. Yeah. Girl from high school. The girl during, from high school. I mean, maybe they were the same age. I, I think that they were the same age during freshman year because, like, or maybe she was still in high school because he said he wanted to have fun and she wouldn't let him. But then he went to Jamaica or did she? She went to Jamaica. So why didn't he fucking go to Jamaica and he was in college? I don't know. Maybe she went to Jamaica during, like, high school's summer break because... Who knows? Whatever. Sorry. But honestly, I, like, I'm, I'm picturing it in my head, like, the breakup email chain, like, I'm breaking up with you, blah, 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 like, two days Imagine, later. like, the email, <laughs> the email, Every like, couple days. title is, like, breakup email. <laughs> We're like, done. This We're is done. <laughs> Part one. And honestly, like, the prolonging of it is, like, hilarious to me, because if you have a text conversation, which we will see in... Uh, later stories <laughs> it's just happens quick rip the band-aid whatever but like the well, fact that, are still trash but i mean yeah. definitely but at least you get it over with like an email chain like and he said responses went days between like that would be so anxiety inducing like for me who like freaks out if like kim doesn't respond to a text after two hours like imagine your boyfriend is breaking up with you or you're breaking up with him or whatever and you have to go like 48 hours. I would between. fly. I would big, book a flight. <laughs> I would book a flight and just pop up and be like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you breaking up with me? You're like, we need to talk about this. Gars, you're really not I would selling fly. yourself very well. <laughs> <laughs> We're My to... mom's a flight attendant. So <laughs> she's like, I can get there for free, okay? Yeah, it's, it's not that she's a, it's, a it's, psycho ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> right, that, that's not it at all. <laughs> Alright, read the next one. Alright, next one. This is titled Hot Girl Summer. This is a fucking good one. (laughs) Okay, so the scene is summer 2017. I had been dating this dude since the holidays and had been very much over it since, like, Valentine's Day, to be honest. A whole two months, wow. My heart just wasn't there. I say this as if I'm the victim in this situation, LMFAO. So I break up with him. But, you know, in true hot girl summer fashion, I wanted to have my cake and eat it too. So we stayed friends, insert wink emoji. (laughs) (laughs) So then enters cute young fling. Obviously, it didn't hurt that he was the weed man. (laughs) What? Hey, I mean, dating a guy that has that hookup, I don't don't blame you. Well, one morning after a wild night out with a young fling, I awoke to find that my ex had blocked me, deleted me, unfollowed me on literally everything. Y'all, I found out that he literally followed me to the fling's place and sat in his car and watched us make out like teenagers. <laughs> what? Talk about traumatizing. Like, Imagine. Why would like, you put yourself in that situation? Your ex watching you like make out with someone else, like because they followed you, not on accident, because they followed you. I'm. I mean, everyone knows this. I'm like an ignorance is bliss girl. Like, I would never do that. First of all, oh yeah, and I would never put myself through that. Like sitting there and watching. God, like he's probably a psycho. Just wait. <laughs> then, then she says, and then, and then he blocked me. Good times. Oh, and then when my grandmother passed away a few months later, he hand delivered a sympathy card addressed solely to my mother. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> he was like, "Fuck you." I'm not giving you my condolences. I'm only giving it to your mother because that's a jab. <laughs> that is honestly so comical. Like the last part about him still that, having some sort of relationship with his with her family. That is petty level one hundred. Like yeah, that's crazy. I mean, 
I was actually listening to a podcast the other day where a girl had written in about how um, she's been dating her boyfriend for, like, two or three years or whatever, and her boyfriend's ex still likes all of his mom's Instagram I think that's such a, like, that pisses me off. Like. Because it's like, why are you doing that? Like. Do you just want to feel, like, connected still? Why are you still trying to be connected to the family? Yeah, it's a little psycho. I think I'm probably still friends with, like, ex's moms on Facebook just because, like, I didn't go out of my way to delete them, but... I had to because she posted, and, I mean, it was still fresh, and I was like, you know what, I have to just, like, unfriend her because, like, it was still fresh, and I was like, I can't see the post. I mean, I hid all of my ex's, like, family on Facebook, so I was friends with, like, 17 of them. (laughs) I didn't know you could hide people. That's a move. Or you can, like, unfollow them, because I was like, I don't... You had to unfriend them. No, you can unfollow them on Facebook. I didn't know that. Oh, let me let me show you my ways. Kim well, is technologically savvy a, like that. I'll give you breakup 101. The one time I tried to mute my ex, I accidentally, like, Instagram, like, message, or not message, FaceTimed. And I was like, great. <laughs> and it was, like, during the day. And he was probably like, what? What? Like, what is she trying to yeah, do Yeah, I was like, sorry. Like, I didn't Sorry, mean, I was just trying to meet you because yeah. um, I'm I told him that it. once. I was like, sorry. Like, I, I have to, like, I love that. that about you, that you're, like, so forward. You're just like, I'm sorry. I was trying to meet you because, like, I I can't see your post. But, like, I accidentally FaceTime you. Sorry. Yeah, and one time I, I blocked him and I was like, wait. I didn't know when I'm followed automatically and follows them like you can't refollow have, them if you block them yeah that it makes them their account unfollow you i didn't know that and so one time i did it and i was like wait i'm gonna actually follow you back because i accidentally or i blocked you because i thought <laughs> i thought we were over this time the oh fifth my time God. but then i was like and he was like okay that's that, fine honestly, like i'll that, re-add you that's too. all you needed to say the, and then the fifth time the and then he was like, yeah, that's fine. And then we just, like, re-added each other. That, that's on toxic, like, for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh-huh. true. It's, it's crazy. Okay, here we go. Uh, number five, Saliva City. Oh, God. Okay, so I dated this guy in high school. I broke up with him after he kissed me. It was that bad. He's from Saliva City. <laughs> but I told him it was because I was too busy. A week later, I broke my leg. A week after that, he asked me to junior year prom, and my mom made me say yes with, like, a weird, like, uncomfortable face emoji. The worst part is that his mom called me busy girl the whole night. What does that mean? (laughs) Because she said when she broke up with him that she was, like, too busy. Her excuse was that she was too busy. So his mom was probably like, you fucking bitch. Like, you're not too busy. Busy girl. Broken leg busy girl over here. Honestly, prom just, like, threw, like, a wrench and like, everything. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, God. Wait, you guys should have an episode about proms. Did you guys ever kiss someone that was, like, so repulsive that you were, like, this is relationship ending? Or this is, like, I would never start a relationship with you because of that kiss? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think I might have had, like, I've had some awkward makeouts that were bad kisses, but it wasn't the situation where I was like, oh my god, I can't date you because you're a bad kisser. This past weekend! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you were never in the situation. Of course. What are you this. trying to say? <laughs> Which <Yeah>. one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, the dance floor makeout guy. You, you never want to marry a, that one. Honestly, and then you find his business card in your purse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you good? 
good. They're yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm just trying to make myself feel better about my life. <laughs> oh, hey. my God. Your life is fine. Trust me. I'm just me. kidding. Like, it's, have you listened to these stories? God. You're thriving, honestly, at this point. Oh, my God. That one was good. Okay. Next story. Number six. Sorry, I was like, I don't know what number we're on here. We're working on our Number phones. six, number six. This one is the crying bridal consultant. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I dated my college boyfriend for three and a half years and knew almost the whole time that we weren't going to end up together, even though he really thought we would. <laughs> Damn, savage. He told me he almost asked his parents to help buy an engagement ring one weekend. I was gone and I started hyperventilating when he told me. Def should have ended it then. <laughs> Probably. I graduated before him, and things started to fall apart when I got a job an hour away. And once he got a job in a tiny town in the opposite direction, I knew it was time. I wanted to do it in person, but didn't want to drive an hour to only, only to crush him. So I decided his birthday weekend was the time. Oh my god. Halt. That is not the time. You know I'm a big birthday fan. The birthday weekend is the Literally opposite of the any, time. any other yeah. weekend. You could have done it. But, okay. Continue. <laughs> he had put in an offer on a house and was supposed to hear it back, so I thought the good would balance out the bad. He didn't get the house. Oops. <laughs> so just double bad in that situation. A group of us went tubing and camped afterwards, and in the morning amidst the packing, I pulled him into my car and ripped off the band-aid. And then I cried most of my way back to work where I was a bridal consultant because, of course, I had to work that day. So I dumped my boyfriend and then talked about love and wedding dresses all afternoon. But to be honest, he was the worst, and I was young and dumb and thought it was love, and I have no regrets. Honestly, good ending to the story. I mean, I... Young and dumb and no regrets. Like, what more can you ask for? Yeah. I mean, good for you. And, like, sometimes you just gotta call it quits. And, like... If you're, like, trying to be a bridal consultant out here in, <laughs> in a city and your boyfriend's getting a job in, like, bumfuck nowhere, like, two hours away, like, eh. It'd be hard to be a bridal consultant, like, if you're going through a breakup or, like, you're, like, a bitter single person. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Fuck this. Like, love sucks. Like, good luck. Like, I mean, I yeah. don't know. I think it'd I mean, be definitely hard. if you're, like, bitter about it. But, like, she obviously was the one who broke up with him, so she's probably like, hey, here's your dress. Hope that you actually like them, because if you don't, then you're just going to break up with them. That'd be a cool job, though. Like, Yeah, but off. I almost feel like it, like... I feel like it's emotionally draining, for sure. You have yeah. to, like, tra- change the brides out and, like, change them into stuff, and then, like, but, like, put well, those physically little... draining, too, I guess. Oh, I, thought, <laughs> I, thought meant, I thought you meant physically. It's like a workout. I meant emotionally, because they're out here, like, every single... Con- Acting like, like you care so much about everyone's oh story. Oh, my God, I'm and, so yeah. happy for you. Yeah, that's true, actually. So, mentally and physically. Yeah, for sure. Okay, number seven. Holiday season heartbreak. My ex and I had been together for about a year and a half when he dumped my ass. Ooh. Not bitter or anything, though. No, I love when people <laughs> say something, like, so aggressive, like, dumped my ass. We broke up in January 2020, so my year has been off to a rough start. Oh, preach it, girl. Preach it, girl. <laughs> Drinks up. I was completely blindsided as we had just gotten back from a great Christmas vacation at his parents' house and New Year's Eve. He said he had been waiting the entire holiday season to break up and would continue to say, I love you, back up until two days before. We didn't talk at all for the first two months after the breakup. Then I saw him on Bumble and needed to get closure. Here we go. Now we're talking a little again, but it's complicated. 
No. Honey. Stop. This is, this is awful. Let me tell you. First of all, the man waited the entire holiday season to break up with you. Fuck him. Honestly, don't get me wrong. Like Kim said earlier, yeah, don't break up with me on my birthday weekend. But also, (laughs) don't wait the entire holiday season to break up with someone. Because, speaking from experience here, (laughs) I wanted to end a relationship. And it was the beginning of December. And I told myself we had plans for New Year's Eve. I had plans to fly somewhere to see him. And I was like, do I just go and end it while I'm there? Do I go and then wait till I get back and then call him and end it? How do I do this? And you know what I decided to do? I decided to end it before the holiday season began. Good for you. And it was the hardest thing ever. And everyone thought that I was a shitty person. And I had already ordered his Christmas gift. And he had already ordered my Christmas gift. And we still send each other Christmas gifts, even though we were broken up. That's sad. It was sad. Oh, that is sad. And, like, emotional (laughs) and weird. But I felt so much better about the fact that I didn't hold on to the relationship for the entire month of December just because it was Christmas time. Right. I don't see the point in that, too, because, like, honestly, I think prolonging it just... Like, I think think waiting makes you more selfish, so the fact that this girl is even entertaining getting back together with him, like... I mean, yeah, the fact that she says we're talking again and it's complicated... That is my pet peeve, and I will say that I am... We're all guilty of it. Yeah, I'm yeah. guilty of it, too, but, like, just, like, ignoring the red flags and ignoring the reasons why you broke up the first however many times you broke up before... Right. Even if it was only like, once. Yeah, like, newsflash, it'll never work. If you've broken up once, unless it's a very, very, very special situation, special circumstance, like... Nine times out of ten, it's not going to work again. If you broke up once, it's over. Yeah, I mean... No matter how many times you try. Throwback to this actual breakup that I had. <laughs> like, I thought two months later, we were we were going to get back together. We were talking, texting, whatever. Did you regret it? I mean, you look back on every relationship with a positive outlook because you're like, you only see the good in the person and the only thing that you see are, like, all of the happy memories that you had with them, not all of the rough memories. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we're going to get back together. And then I tried, and he was like, fuck you, I've moved on. And (gasps) it was was hard for me, but it was also, like, the best thing for me. Right. Because it was like, okay, like, yeah, you were the asshole. Now he's the asshole. Now you guys are kind of even, and, like, now it's just time to, like, Call it quits and move on. Right, and you could say, oh, I wish we never gave it that second chance, but, like, you wouldn't be literally where you are today without that second chance. Absolutely. Because, like, I'm a firm believer everything happens for a reason. For sure. Fucking butterfly effect. Like, if you did one thing differently, you would be on a totally different path. So, like, I don't ever regret anything because, like, no matter if it sucked, if I had a heartbreak, whatever, the, like, multitude of experiences led me to, like, literally where I'm sitting right now today so it's like I don't regret anything because everything happens for a reason. So true. And I feel like people just like hold on to like the memories and being so comfortable with someone. We're like, oh, will I ever find that with someone else? And so it's like you will. Like, sometimes you regret oh. like the decision though because like yeah, I don't know. And then they always say like boys like it takes longer for them to like 
I don't know. Yeah. I guess, like, deal with their feelings, but, but yeah, you shouldn't they hold, hold them on. in. <laughs> but you shouldn't hold on to that either. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think know. that's honestly, like, a thing that girls can tell themselves to help get over the breakup because, like, God knows that I did, but, like, who really knows if that's true? Mm-hmm. But honestly, just, like, keeping that in the back of my head, like, oh, they're probably, like, so sad right now, like, But maybe it, they're it not because they don't deal with emotions. And if they're not, who whatever. gives a fuck? I know. That's what you have to tell yourself because it will drive you crazy. True. All right. All right. On to number nine. This is called Aloha Gold Digger. Ooh. (laughs) It lasted two years. I knew it was over when she went to Hawaii for an internship, and I had time to realize I was in love with the idea of having a girlfriend more than in love with her. I moved after college and knew no one my age except her. I started to realize I was not truly in love with her. It ended over the phone. Now, one of, not one of my finer moments. <clears throat> also, things came to light that she was more interested in my family's money than me anyways. Also, she wanted kids, and I did not. So, it still did, and, and I, also, she wanted kids, and I still did not. Still did not want kids. Yeah, sorry, that was, <laughs> it wasn't that hard. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't read sometimes, people. Yeah. Basically, good for you for ending it, because, like, Kids is one thing that if you don't agree on, like, it's going to cause a real hardship in a relationship. Yeah, 100%. And if she was in it for the money, fuck her. Honestly. Yeah, honestly, it, that's really does, shitty. Does it not shock you that there are people, like, in their 20s that, like, date other people for money? I mean. No, it doesn't shock me because I know that there's, like. Like, but money can buy happiness for only so long. It's like, okay, yeah, they can take you to nice vacations, take you out to nice dinners, but then eventually you're not going to have that emotional connection, and it's just going to be like, why did I do this? And then it's like, you're wasting your life emotionally unfulfilled. I just feel like that's pointless. Yeah, and I'd rather have, I would honestly rather, like, be homeless with some... Okay. Maybe not. not. I'd rather, like, live in, like, a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you'd rather be with someone you love than like be in this mansion with this like 80 year old man who like gives you everything you want like okay, well, so those are definitely two extremes but I get I get I get the point that's some who has to yeah I thought of him when I was saying that but I was okay like, I don't know I don't know you know what I mean guys like I, we definitely I mean money doesn't buy happiness at the end of the day yeah true you have to be in love. To an extent. <laughs> yeah, a little a little bit of money couldn't hurt. You can be but. in love and have money and still be happy. Yeah. And it would be probably better happiness than if you were homeless. <laughs> okay, number 10. <clears throat> Dorm room surprise. Uh-oh. Freshman year of college. Girlfriend of four years and I went to schools an hour apart. Her birthday was in late September on a Friday. Shout out late September birthdays. <laughs> I told her that I had a massive test on that Friday and would be coming down afterwards. In reality, I drove down early to surprise her and got the key to her dorm room from her roommate to completely surprise her. Unlocked the door and found her going at it with a guy who had graduated from our high school two years earlier. We all made eye contact. I turned and walked out the door. Called her and broke up with her when I got on the road. Haven't spoken since. That's insane. <laughs> Whoa. Like, what? That is just literally some shit you see in the movies. That is, no, that is straight out of, like, an American Pie spinoff. Yes. <laughs> like, walking into the dorm room and actually, like, I mean, obviously. Like, walking in on them? Like, come on, the timing, though. Like, the, there are a million cheating stories out there, right? But, like, to actually walk in on it happening, that never happens. 
That's fucking crazy. Like, I'm traumatized from my ex-boyfriends cheating on me. Like, I could not imagine how I would Seeing feel it. if I saw it. Yeah. Like, I think I would be scarred for life. I literally think I would scream bloody murder. I'd probably just throw up on the floor. Like, literally right <laughs> then and there. I would just check myself into, like, a mental hospital. <laughs> Honestly, like, just take me, just take me, please, because I know I'm about to freak out in, like, 12 hours, just... Oh, my God, that's insane. That's got to be one of the worst. Yeah. I would have probably said something. Do you think? I Honestly, I mean, depending on, I don't know, like, how I would be in shock, but... Yeah. I guess what I'm shocked by is that, like, she didn't, like, run after him. Like, yeah, like, he just got in his car and drove home. I honestly, I probably would have said something... Being me now, like, in high school, freshman year, whatever, maybe I would have just, like, ran away, but now I would, like, would open the door and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Like, yeah. I would literally walk in there and be like, I will murder you. <laughs> and then you'll me. be in the mental hospital with me, honey. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, Damn. honestly, I, like, I would look at the girl and be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, my God. But you God. can't blame the girl. Because it's always, it's, um... I mean, yeah, but I would be, like, get out of here so I can, like, beat up my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Violence is not the answer. <laughs> All right. Number 11. <laughs> my friend's sister. Summer after sophomore year, I had started dating my friend's little sister. He okayed it and introduced us. I was studying abroad that fall but really liked the girl, so I was totally ready to make it work. She was a freshman that fall and things suddenly got frosty during orientation. Mm. <laughs> it always does. Once they get a taste of that college life, Yo. they're like, I don't need you. Yeah. She called me as I was boarding my flight to go abroad and told me I was the worst decision she had ever made and didn't want to hear from me again. Proceeded to get bombed on the flight to drown my sorrows. Sucked at the time, but honestly set me up for the best semester of my college career. I will say that's like an ideal situation. Like, getting broken up with right before you study abroad because, like, you're free and you can not only, like, celebrate and, like, commiserate your breakup abroad, but you also are not, like, you're single. In a relationship. Yeah, so. Well, as someone who um, went abroad in a relationship and then left abroad in a different relationship. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, right. I honestly was thinking about your situation in this same I mean, I couldn't help but think about my personal relationships in this situation but like going abroad like really does open you up to so many opportunities and so many opportunities to meet people and live your own life and it's almost impossible not to like form connections with the people that you're traveling with so bro let me tell you this was definitely yeah. a blessing in disguise yeah <laughs> you would not you would not have had a like the same study abroad experience if you were still in a relationship with this stupid ass freshman girl. Everyone I know that like studied abroad and stayed in relationships the whole time like definitely missed out a little bit. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like so. Mm. It's for the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 12, brush off breakup. I mean, it was nothing crazy and to be fair, we lived 3 hours apart because we met in college and I did it over the summer through FaceTime and said this long speech wanting to end on good terms and how I kept and how I think he's a great guy, blah, blah, blah. And he kept talking and brushed it off, smiled, slash laughed, said, that was funny. And I had to say, no, I'm serious. I'm breaking up with you. It wasn't a joke. It was horrible, and I was mortified. Wait, imagine someone breaking up with you, and you literally think it's a joke. First of all... You have to be delusional. I take things yeah. very seriously. Like, even if, like, 
a guy were to even joke about, like, ending things, like, I take things to the extreme because I'm always on high alert because of maybe my past situations. <laughs> but, like, I I couldn't imagine having so much confidence that I thought somebody breaking up with me was actually just them joking. I can never imagine that. <laughs> I think you're in denial at that point. Yeah. You're just like, like, no, we're not ever breaking up. Like, haha. Like, again, join the mental hospital. <laughs> you're checked in. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah, that's honestly, that's crazy, though. Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> Number 13. 7 a.m. surprise attack. After three years of being good friends, uh being good friends with on and off hooking up sprinkled in we finally decided to give dating a real try me being the person i am who is also the only single friend in my group gave it my all to make it work even though there were a ton of red flags along the way we've all been there (laughs) all right sorry guys i'm like really losing myself here okay Um, about seven months or so, and it was Labor Day weekend, we were at a brewery with a group of people, and my friend pulled me aside to tell me that she had seen his profile on Hinge recently. We were going to his family's cookout right after that, so I proceeded to get drunk and hold back saying anything until we got home. I confronted him that night, and it was complete denial. The next night we went out, a very drunk friend asked us if we said I love you to each other yet. He immediately blurted, no! With almost in a disgusted face. Mind you, we'd known each other for three years and had been dating for seven months. Not saying the L word was kind of a red flag. I was too embarrassed to confront him about that specifically, and it made me upset. But when we got back that night, I brought it up that I wasn't happy. He reassured me that everything was fine, and we went to sleep. The next morning, I woke up at about 7 a.m. to him packing up all of his stuff. Basically, as soon as I sat up in bed, he broke up with me told me that he hadn't been happy for months, could never see himself marrying me, and, the, and then left. I was literally still in my pajamas and rubbing my eyes while this was happening, so it was, wasn't much of a conversation. The whole thing took about five minutes, and I immediately went back to sleep after. LOL. That's tragic. <laughs> I just, like, the fact that, like, someone could just, like, wake up and just, like, say that to you when you're just, like, half asleep, like... Yeah, like, oh, this is over? Like, I think the biggest red flag was, I mean, I don't know, the hinge thing is definitely a red flag, but the fact that you would immediately respond to one of her friends with, who asked if you guys said I love you, which, like, I mean, whatever, drunk people say stupid shit, but, like, when you've been dating someone for seven months, I mean, pretty much everyone I've dated for seven plus months I've said I love you to, and maybe that's aggressive, but that's... Plus, if you've been good friends for, like, three years, like, I say I love you to, like, my good friends, like... Of course. You would know at that point, so, like... That, yeah, I think the fact that he did that, like, he never said, like, I love you, or, like, I don't know, that's just a red flag to me, and and the way he got so defensive about it, like, grow up, you're freaking... Who knows how old you are? (laughs) 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 But I feel like you're... Mid-twenties. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, like, like, if somebody were to bring it up, like, that night, I would have probably just said something because I wouldn't have been able to, like, bring myself to, like, go to sleep next to them, like, knowing that I would have said that. I just don't, morning. yeah, I don't know how you sleep next to someone and then the next morning you wake up and you're like, yeah, actually, like, this is over and... I never loved you, and I never want to marry you. Like, what a dick thing to say. That's right. how guys work, though. Like, their emotions are so different than us. They're just like, 
yeah, this isn't working, so, like, I'm just going to block and, out like, all they're my gonna, missions. They're going to do it, like, at a convenient time for them, so, like, mm-hmm. they're going to wake up and be all ready, and, like, you're going to be, like, sitting in the bed in your PJs, and they're going to be like, hey, we're breaking up, and you're going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> can, <laughs> God, can we have a conversation I'm about sorry. this? Like, can you give me, like, a second to go grab a cup of coffee or yeah, something? Yeah, like, like <laughs> it's fucking 7 in the morning. Yeah. I'm a little out of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number 14. Sorry, I have to party. So this is like a two-part breakup. Rewind to my senior year of high school and I'm dating my first boyfriend. Literal love of my life. Think we're getting married type shit and he, as a freshman in college, just straight up no warning ends it with me after over a year together over the phone. I'm devastated. But being the person I am, I know that there is a boy waiting for me in the wings that's been in love with me for literally two plus years and will totally be down to be my prom date. Honestly, my biggest concern at the time. Fair. So we start hooking up. I unknowingly take his virginity. Unknowingly, God. Oh, wow. Get it, girl. (laughs) We'll get back to that. And he asked me to prom. At this point, he's already committed to going to college in California, and I'm going to school in South Carolina, but we decide to give it a shot and stay together. Oh, yeah. Totally. High school love will definitely prevail. (laughs) I mean, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't it? (laughs) At this point. (laughs) Especially colleges across the motherfucking country. (laughs) Uh, Okay. At this point, we're six weeks into a relationship, and he's already told me he loves me. I'm, like, already halfway out the door, but also, why would I want to be single? God forbid. Yeah, seriously, God forbid. Oh, it's terrible out there. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It's not. Fast forward to a month into college, and I'm over it. Like, I just want to flirt with every senior frat boy while I'm already doing that. But I want to actually just be totally fucked over by one because hashtag college. God, again, we've all been there. Anyway, just mere hours before boys' bid day, the biggest darty into all-night-long party of the year. I call him up, and just like that, I say, I'm done. I'm, like, emotionless at this point, probably because of the alcohol. I added that part in there. (laughs) And he's literally crying on the phone. (laughs) Oh, my God. Luckily, we did it. We did, in part, maintain a friendship when we finally spoke again months after the whole ordeal. But I honestly feel bad about it to this day. Ooh, I hate the prolonging uh, guilt. Yeah. I feel bad. Honestly, can you talk about when boys cry? Like, that's just like, your heart breaks when guys cry in front of you. What? No. Yeah, it makes me so sad. Oh I my mean, god, seriously? You Have you broken up with, like, your boyfriends? That's sexy. Because... <laughs> I agree. I no, agree. I mean, let's just pull back the curtain. That story's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but have you have you broken up with all your boyfriends? No, but in that situation, I was like so over sad, it. but so sad for him because I was. Wait, like, you still feel bad about it? Yeah, I mean, it's why. I think partly because I took his virginity unknowingly. Okay, this is the same situation with mine because I'm in on Gars right now. Yeah. yeah. Garth, uh, this is a special message being... from our producer. <laughs> Sorry. Producer Corn. this is the problem. You're feeling guilty about a guy, but you can get fucked over 1,000 times by guys, two girls, and you don't care? And you think it's fine? But then, oh my god, God forbid Madison offends one guy, and it's like, No, I'm just saying, like, this, so the guys. this is the problem. We're just stop caring more about their emotions more than our own. We but definitely, like, yeah. when you break up with a guy and they're crying, that's what I'm saying. That's when it's like, Really I don't feel hard. bad because how many times have you cried about a breakup? I this was the every- first time I've gone broken up with besides someone who I can't <laughs> mention because I don't know if he'll watch it, but like it was tenth grade, so <laughs> shout out to you if you remember. Anyway, <laughs> but when I broke up with like my like boyfriend before, like 
my current ex-boyfriend, then he was, like, crying in the car, and it was, like, so sad, because I was, like, oh, my God, like, I Honestly, can't imagine hurting I, someone this way, but then you feel that way. Because I get high off that shit. I'm, like, oh, you feel that bad to where you're gonna cry? Good. Damn, Kim, Kim you're that's a savage. Also, you okay, remember because text message. Talk about douchey. I don't think girls usually break over text messages. No, I'm talking about... I'm talking about... No, but I'm saying for you to say girls versus guys, I think most of the time guys are too much of cowards to break up with someone in person that's what I'm or get home. They do a student tech message. Yeah, because I guys don't know how... to at least call someone. Guys don't know how to... Well, I mean, okay, so in this situation, I could obviously only call him because he was in college in California, and I was in college in South Carolina. When I said South Carolina, I was like, everyone's going to know the story's mine. Anyway, it's like really... It's so sad to hear a guy cry on the phone when you know that they're in love with you and they think they're going to marry you, and you're like, well, honestly, like, frat boys, though. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, 18-year-old or 19-year-old you is like, yeah, frat boys, like, I'm in college. Like, yeah, I get that. I just don't but see the point of feeling bad for another species if they're not going to feel bad for you. 100%. <laughs> okay. No, I agree. I see your side. I see your side. Okay, guys. This uh, is our last one. Well, no. We have two voicemails, no? Are we? Oh, well, voicemail? we, ha- we have one more and then two voicemails. Okay, so one more read-along. Here we go. This one is called, <laughs> this one is called, Get Out of My Yard. Oh, God. It was my sophomore year of high school, my first serious relationship that lasted probably 11 months. I had one of those weird high school coming-of-age moments where you just wake up and you don't have feelings for the person anymore. The breaking up part itself wasn't too interesting. I'm pretty sure I did it over a text followed by a phone call. Important detail, he lived one street over... <laughs> After a long back-and-forth text conversation, he came to my house and stood outside of my front yard and begged and yelled for me to get back together with him, literally saying shit like, take me back, I love you, loud enough that my whole family could hear hear him from inside. I sat on the floor of my room, peering through the blinds while texting him to get off my yard. I was low-key scared at the time, but my parents just laughed and said it was... (laughs) (laughs) Did he write something in chalk? Like, I love... (laughs) The next morning, I went to to drive to school and saw he used chalk to draw a giant broken heart in our driveway with our initials, and it said the words, always and forever, high school love man. (laughs) All right, pulling back the curtain, this is my breakup story. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Cars knows about it because we were friends in high school. That's why she, uh, um... Knew about the chalk? Yeah, she knew about the chalk, but... <laughs> this was a rough one, man. And, again, I felt bad, but I didn't because, like, you know... Oh, also, he tried to cheat on me, like, earlier in our relationship, but, like, the girl basically rejected him. <laughs> and then she told me, she was like, hey, your boyfriend tried to ask me to come over because his parents weren't home. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I don't feel bad that yeah, I... Yeah, you feel bad for guys right now? <laughs> Come on. But, again, like, I'm sorry to this guy, whatever, no, for not. breaking up with you. I mean, I'm, I'm really not, but, like... <sighs> he geez. posted on Instagram the other day, and I was like, whoa, what? Throwback. Oh, oh my God. You still follow him? 
I still follow him on Insta. Well, I'm glad to know that he's still alive because I literally don't know that much about him, so. This is true. Oh, well, that was a very dramatic one, but honestly, like, even when I was, like, 15 years old, I was all about the content, so I took a picture of that chalk cart in my driveway and I put it on my Instagram. Okay, so. Tell me, do you remember the office host and CEO's party? <laughs> I remember a picture of y'all on this like weird little bridge, and it's like you must let Do you still and, have the photo? Oh, I can, oh yeah. It's on your Instagram, I think. Oh yeah. If you track you back enough, wait. I'll, I'll share. So the photo. we need it. The, we're uh, sharing that on the story. Yeah, you have to. It's all. Yes. Like, when you got on spring break. So off. No, there's another breakup story for you. Oh. In high school. Another high school oh, breakup story. Okay. That I'll one's make, pretty good. I'll make but... this one really short and sweet. God, I've been dumb so oh. many times. Um, Horrific. Basically, <laughs> basically, went on spring break with this guy. He was with his friends. I was with my friends. We didn't really meet up the entire week. Last, like, couple days, we decided to go to the beach together. He's wearing a sweatshirt on the beach. Don't think much about it. Whatever. Go home, back to Carrie. He's like, yeah, like, let's hang out, whatever. Go over. And we're, like, laying in his bed. Like, he's playing video games, whatever. I, like, notice that he's got a little, like, bump on his neck, a little mark, whatever. And I'm like, wait, um, is that a hickey? And he's, like, pops out of bed, like, no. Oh, my God, no. My friend just punched me in the neck. And I was like, the fuck? Oh, okay. And then I was like, wait, Kim, don't be an idiot. That's not his friend punching him in the neck. So we were literally standing together in the mirror, like, examining it. He's like, oh, no, that's just a patch of, like, pimples. And I was like, fuck you. It's a hickey. Like, I'm not an idiot. And Can then you he- believe we let people give us hickeys <laughs> in high school slash gave people hickeys in high school? Because I'm disgusted with myself. Why was that a thing? Like, why is that a thing? Like, I marking remember, your territory, I guess. But, I like, remember I walked this bitch. In, like, I'll show her that who my territory is. I remember I walked into my house. A, it was junior year of high school. It was the day after prom. I had, like, four hickeys on my neck. Oh, I was my God. Trash. Madison. I was trash. Literally. Oh my god. If I ever came in with a hickey, my and parents would have literally shot me. I think I've only had like one or two. And y'all, my friends at this point were like covering my neck up with makeup. Like, we were prepared. Like, I thought I had really hid them very well. And I walked into the you house. I always think that you have, but you have The freezer and the spoon, or the spoon and the freezer where you like mm-hmm. Oh, no, I did that. I did that and the so nickel much makeup. or the quarter where you like rub it. So like the, the green, green. The worst for me the was I had a Catholic confessional to be confirmed the next day. <laughs> and I had to go to my confirmation with a priest and sit with a giant hickey, like, on my neck. I was unavailable to Did combat. you confess your sins? Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> so, I then you're not a true Catholic. <laughs> so, y'all, I literally, like, walk into my house. I haven't even been in my house 10 seconds, and my mom goes, literally, are you having sex? You have hickeys all over your neck. At this point, I was still a virgin, for the record. And I'm like, like no. And she's like, we are taking you to the gynecologist. You are getting on birth control. Like, I know that you are having sex because you literally have hickeys all over your neck. You are disgusting. That is unacceptable oh in my, my household. My mom, <laughs> my mom literally shamed me. Good for her, honestly. But I was like, I'm so sorry. It was bad. I just, that's so off, this is off topic, but like, I don't know if you can put this in there, but 
Do you remember when you got like? Did, have you guys gotten a UTI? I know everyone has gotten. Oh, UTI. we've all gotten UTIs. But we that can was save like, it in the pod. The that was the understand. first time when my mom's like, "Oh my god, you're getting on birth control. You're sexually active." It's like, no, I got it from like <laughs> a wet bathing suit or something. Like, oh my god, no. She's like, that's no. actually a thing though. You can like that's get yeast them. infections. I thought. I don't know. Anyway, sorry for the guys. Severe like, dehydration can cause UTIs. Honestly. Well, yeah. I don't sure. I would just like, try to like lied my mom to say like how I got the UTI but like clearly like you were having sex and like you gotta love moms moms, moms always know, know. Moms they know my they... mom claims she's never gone one so she's like mortified she's like who are you sleeping with like she, she never I mean one. honestly it's because Bullsh. she claims I'm like okay moms always lie moms always lie to make themselves seem like fucking angels and yeah. you find out the real truth one day when there are a few too many well, my margaritas. mom met yes. my dad at 19 yeah, that's so true, like she actually. probably never really like so young. Oh my gosh. Yeah, All right. that's horrifying. All right, we, we need to wrap it up. Are we gonna are we gonna play our voicemails? Come on, we gotta. Oh shit, okay. We're only an hour and four in. We can we can throw some voicemails in here. Okay. Um Alright, we'll play the real voicemail first. I'm actually excited to hear this one. So basically he's saying that like this girl moved for him. So they originally met in Atlanta. Backstory, I know the entire story cuz this is one of my good friends. <laughs> uh he moved to Atlanta for work, met her there, then had to move to Minnesota for work for a short time. And at that point she was living in Dallas. Then she got a job in Savannah right before he was about to move to Savannah. And basically she already knew that he was moving to Savannah at this point, but he was still in Minnesota, and now they both live there. In Savannah? Yes. Six Damn. blocks away from each other, apparently. But they haven't seen each other, like, during quarantine. But it's just sad, honestly. I feel bad for her more than anything, just because, like, he tried to end it so many times, but, like, she just wanted to make it work. 
And it's like... The perseverance. The perseverance of these people that just, like, keep trying to make it work. I'm like, I don't really get it. Like, the shamelessness. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've tried to get back together with people that have broken up with me or vice versa. But at some point, I feel like you have to hit the point where you're like, okay, I don't want to be with you. You don't want to be with me. Why are we continuing to try this? I will say the best advice I've ever gotten was, why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you? Right. And to this day, I'm like, you know what? That's true. If I get the vibes that this person does not want to be with me, or if they straight up say that they don't want to be with me, why am I still trying to make it work? Like, I want to be with someone that is just as obsessed with me as Kim is. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, that is the real goal here. Like, clearly you know that somebody can be as in love with you as I am. So, if they don't live up to that standard, then you don't deserve them. Yeah, like, this relationship has lasted a long time. So, like, my significant (laughs) other better love me just as much as you do. Right. I mean, even more so for, like, Garth and Corns, like, they've been around you for a long time. So, they better find themselves men that love you just as much. And they love me for, like, all my flaws and everything. So, like, if somebody can't hang around with me, then... Fuck them. True. All right. Do we have our final breakup story of the evening? So, y'all ever see 500 Days of Summer? I can't quite remember how that movie goes, but I remember it hit on, like, the same kind of beats as, like, my breakup story. Whereas, like, you know how Joseph Gordon-Levitt is, like, so in love with Summer, but Summer isn't into him by the end of the movie or whatever? I, I don't know. I don't remember how that shit goes. But basically, that that is how my breakup story went over the course of, like, six months. So we dated for a year and a half. And um, the last three months of our relationship were just all downhill. A lot of little shit. Um, me being in love with her, but her not being in love with me at the end of our relationship, which is heartbreaking. Um, and there's obviously a lesson there. But... It all accumulated into that moment where we broke up, where we were at a bar, and she was looking at a dick pic at the bar in public from a guy that we were mutual friends with. I later found out that they were obviously sleeping together. I found that out in public at a bar, and I walked out, closed my tab. She saw me walk out. Um, I ordered an Uber. And she walked up and was like, what happened? Where are you going? And I, was, I explained everything to her as calmly as I could, surprisingly. Because I was, one, pissed, two, wondering why, why would anyone look at a dick pic at a bar in public? <laughs> Three, how am I getting home? I called an Uber. But in the, in the moment, I gave her the Uber, paid for her to go back home, and then in an effort... In an effort to collect my thoughts, I went for a walk. I was a hammered at the time. I went for a walk and uh, had my dad pick me up from a random neighborhood, (laughs) um, which is like 20 minutes away from our house. (laughs) That saga of events aside, that was was the straw that broke the camel's back, um, finding out that she cheated on me. But the worst part of all of this is when I go back for my last term at school and she's there as well. She's a year younger. And she um, uh, she's now with the guy that was che- she was cheating on me with. I worked with both of them. And she would do things on social media 
um, in person, uh, over text that were just black belt petty and it would happen on a weekly basis. So she made my life a living hell. I mean, that over six months breaks down a person and it's not a fun story, but there's a lesson in all of it. Don't commit yourself to a person that doesn't love you just as much as you love them. Uh, especially in a relationship where you want something to work. It's got to be both people committed to each other. And also, don't look at dick pics in public. That's fucking weird. <laughs> that is the real That moral is of the so story. sweet, though. Like, oh, oh wow. I know that you're fragile right now, so you're going to say that, but. No, but, like, honestly, like. Are those I... my socks? Yeah, sorry. <gasps> They're stolen from you from a long time ago. I've been missing those. They're mm-hmm. my good socks. I'm sorry. I've stolen these a long, long time ago. What the fuck? Okay, we're getting back to this story because it's very important. And honestly, it breaks my heart. This is so sad. Imagine looking at a dick pic in public, though. First of all... (laughs) I can't imagine because I would never do that. First of all, I don't remember the last time I received a dick pic. Kim and I were just talking about this, actually. The last time I did receive a dick pic was from a female. What? A female listener. Oh, yeah. That sent it via email to me. And I was like, the fuck? I don't want to see anyone's dick, even if it's a part of, a, like, a story. Like, don't share it with me. Like, I But just anyways, don't. do not look at a dick pic at the bar. Don't pursue a relationship with someone that you're not 100% into. I just, I don't, I don't get why you would waste your time. It breaks my heart. But, I don't know, again, I'm the person who's, like, heartbreak makes you stronger. Like, I would not be who I am today without... The multitude of heartbreaks that I've encountered. <laughs> I mean, I think that's but, why we've all gone through so many ourselves. Right, like, I just, I, again, I say, like, I agree, don't date somebody who you don't love. Want to be with, yeah. And if you fall out of love with them, if you realize you don't love them, whatever, end it sooner rather than later in a decent way. Absolutely. But, I mean, again, like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> Everyone gets broken up with. Okay, Kelly Clarkson. And... What have I always said? Why would you want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you? Yes. Yeah. I said that while you're in the bathroom, but... Oh, sorry. It's good to reiterate it. And my uh-huh. mom has always told me that, so thanks, Mom, for... Thanks, Mom. So basically, moral of the story, our friend Alex here... <laughs> we call her Garth. Yeah. She'll be, She's already fine, but she'll be good, because you could have had a worse breakup story, and all these people who submitted these stories... So do we have a winner? Are we going to choose one? I think maybe we should let the Millies vote. There's just so many. It's so hard. Honestly, the dorm room one was appalling to me. That might have been one of the worst, for sure. Yeah. That was probably definitely the most scarring. I mean, the ones where, like, the person was the breakup E, not the break... Wait. The breakup E's get it harder than the breakup R. I mean, in your case, I don't know. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The person that's breaking up with the other person definitely has it easier. And those ones, honestly, are the funnier stories. But the ones where you're getting broken up with, those those are the sadder stories. They hurt, man. (laughs) The dorm room surprise was definitely a rough one. Yeah, the dorm room surprise was a little... But also, you know what might be my favorite story? Uh, Is the my friend's sister story, just because... That guy had a dope semester abroad just because that girl broke up with him. Like, I almost love that, that story is a the most. That's a blessing in disguise. Story. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like it's like a such a shitty situation in the moment for that guy, but then he ended up having like 
the best six months of his life. So it's like, it's such a bittersweet moment. Yeah. And I, I love that. That is true. But Millie's, let us know what you think. Let us Maybe know your we'll, favorite we'll story. Maybe we'll post them just to kind of jog your memory and then you can vote on them on our Instagram story tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for submitting. Maybe. Thanks, thanks Alex, for being our guest. Yeah, thanks thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. We appreciate it. And maybe we'll do some more episodes like this that are, like, one subject focused if you guys are into it. <laughs> I mean, y'all know that we just, this is a relationship podcast. Yeah. Through and through. Duh. So, <laughs> if we get a chance to talk about this topic, we will. Um, we are here for it. Yes, definitely. All right. But we'll be back again next week. Back again on the white comforter, baby. Next Wednesday or Tuesday. You never know. You never know. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. You think you got the best of me. Think you've had the last laugh. Bet you think that everything good is gone. Think you left me broken down. Think that I'll come on and back. Maybe you don't know me because you're dead wrong. What doesn't kill you makes you strong.